Hi, welcome to The Authentic Existence with Katie and Lori. Hey, welcome back to Authentic Existence with Katie and Lori. Today we have a very special guest with us. Her name is Jennifer Shea. Uh, Jenny Shea has actually been one of my mentors for many years, so it's really a pleasure to have her on today. She wrote me a little blurb to talk about herself because she's amazing, and here goes. <laughs> she's a spiritual teacher and searcher. She has traveled the country praying, meditating, and discovering with the most influential spirit leaders of the world. Always expanding and creating, she enjoys discussing topics like the law of attraction, relishing in the present moment, being happy, being happy, yeah, we all want to do that, and tremendous gratitude for everyday life. She considers her own teachers to be Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle, Abram Hicks, Maya Angelou, Tina Turner, I mean, yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> Ellen Weissel, Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers. me too, yes. Tebra Hawkeye, Don Miguel, Ruiz, the Dalai Lama, Thich Nhat Hanh, Marianne Williams said she's running for president. Again? Again. I know. And the most influential person that she follows is, uh, is Jesus Christ. And a little bit of T.D. Jakes mixed in there. That's right. She's an ordained <laughs> Christian spiritual minister with a bachelor's degree of metaphysical science from the University of Sedona. She enjoys spiritual retreats, gardening, theater, and I was waiting for donuts to come up in this donuts list. <laughs> it was the last thing, so save oh, the best for last. <laughs> She's like, that was the least healthy thing that I When, when you say today. donuts, smiles come. Yeah. You can't say donut and not have a smile. Yeah, I agree. You know, which, so I always ask people, what's your favorite word? What's your favorite word? My favorite word would be laughter. Laughter? Yeah. Because mine is love. I like that. Too. <laughs> mine is lunch. Okay. Yes. And it's because like anytime you're out anywhere and somebody says break for lunch, time for lunch, everybody goes woo. Yes. It's just an, everyone exhales, right? Right. The holding the breath of the day is now exhaling <laughs> because somebody has said lunch. Yes. And I, that's always been my favorite word because of what comes after you say that word. And people light up. Yeah. People yeah. light up, and and, the, and that whole energy changes. It shifts. Okay, so we're going to take a moment. I want you guys to pick. It's a spiritual AF. You know what AF stands yeah, for? Yeah, we do. Card. I want you guys to pick it and read it. This is the card you're picking for today, talking about your spiritual energy. We're going to see what power comes, what the forces of nature are wanting you to know. Pick a card, Miss Katie. What at the front of it? Mm-hmm. The front is the big words. Um, back of the little? Yes. Okay. We both front and then All right. Back. So my card says, forgive the fuck out of someone today. Then what does the back say? The back says, you're probably thinking it's not that easy. Sorry, but yes, the fuck it is. Take all the energy you put into being mad and making a case for how wrong so-and-so is and let that shit go. Start small so you can get the hang of it. The driver who just cut you off yelled, I forgive you! <laughs> Secret bonus perk, forgiving someone usually pisses them off worse than anything else. <laughs> I love that. Okay, mine says, your brain speaks total fuckery unless you turn your soul on. If that is not true, I don't know. Okay, a human brain left unattended doesn't shut down. It goes berserk with bullshit thoughts that turn into bullshit actions. Ego will do its job of judging, separating, accumulating things to define who you are without any help from you. But the soul, the soul needs your attention to be heard over that loud-ass ego. There's a reason most truly successful people meditate, read inspiring books, 
focus on gratitude and are <clears throat> and are of service to others in some way. It turns their soul on, and that makes them way better leaders, problem solvers, and functional humans. It also makes them way more fun to be around. If this does not speak to my whole week. Yes. <laughs> yes. And isn't it a lovely segue for the subject today? It yeah, is. I thought it was very specific. see how the universe is already lining up with you, Katie? Uh, that's right, yes. You pick the perfect card. There's about 200 cards in here, and that's the one you pick. So yes. there you go. We're, we are in the company of good energy. That's right. Which is awesome. <laughs> so the subject we're going to talk about today is the uh, amazing power of deliberate intent. And I gave you guys a little homework before we started our little talk. And let's just talk about this. What is your current mantra? I want to know what, what your current mantra is. So my current mantra, and, and I try to change them probably about every six months, because once I'll get into one, then it'll start to manifest in my life. And then it just becomes part of my, my ritual or my routine. So then I have to give it a little bit of fresher. Like mm -hmm. kind of, um, you start with a goal and you're like, okay, I've met this goal. Now I need to keep this goal, but then I would like to reach something else. So the first one is what I believe in is alive and I'm open to growth. And then the other mantra that I'm working towards is I choose alignment. Those are my two. Very good. What you got? Mine was, I wrote it down earlier when she asked, um, <laughs> so I wouldn't forget because I will. Um, my mantra is be productive, not destructive. Because a lot of times when heavy or hard things come, I shut down production and I go into, you know, close. And so I had to remind myself, my soul, mm -hmm. to yes. be productive, not destructive. What can I do to, to produce positive versus negative when I just want to shut down? Yes. So even if it's just doing the dishes, just get up and go do the dishes. Change it. <laughs> Yeah. Change the energy. Yeah. Yeah. My mine that I've been uh, kind of focusing on lately, and I, I do like it, is stay in your lane. Uh, <laughs> I love staying in your lane. Me you know, too. I love staying in your lane. There's just things that have nothing to do with you, and right. there's things that you know you, you're watching somebody else, and you you want to help. Of course, we all want to be that way because we're loving people. And, right. Uh, but sometimes you know you just have to stay in your own lane. Yes. And there's people that can suck out your energy, and there's people that can be heavy, and you know, your focus should always be feeling good. Yes. What is it that makes me feel good? I agree. And I feel like sometimes I will, I will have to call that out, like verbalize it, like stay in your lane. But I'm also saying it to myself too. Like, you know, let me, let me just, I'm just going to put those let people. Let me stay in my lane too. Like, right. I'm not trying to get in your lane. Right. Yeah. And then there's people that like, you know, we talk they about this. Like, into your shit. And they trying to be vampires for energy yeah. and time and, you know, my love and light. But I can't give that to every single one of you with the same, you know, sort of uh, capacity that I can. I need to come from me first and then to everyone else. And then, yeah, every, there's other people that, yeah, you stay in your lane. Yeah. You worry about you. You do what you got to do. I'm going to do what I got to do, and I'm not going to hurt nobody, and you don't hurt anybody, and we're good. Right. It's all about vibration. Mm -hmm. And when you're staying in your lane and you're focusing on your own vibration, you have the power and the control to be able to rev that up as positively as you want. Um, when you cross lanes and you're in somebody else's vibration, if they're not revved up and positive and they're having a, a bad day, they're going to bring your vibration down. Absolutely. And, you, and your alignment becomes off. Right. And it happens. It's all the time. I mean, we're power cords of energy right. constantly. And um, that's why I kind of like that mantra, I'm staying in my lane, because 
we forget sometimes. The humanity of us comes through and the soul gets takes a back seat. Right. And it's really good to be able to get, get yourself back Refocus. Mm -hmm. Refocus. Where so you is it okay if I read to you guys a little bit about vibration? Yes, let's okay. go. We love this. Okay, so this comes from Abraham Hicks, who I consider a teacher. Um, I've been in workshops with um, Esther Hicks, uh, formerly Esther and Jerry Hicks. Jerry has crossed over. Um, don't believe in death, you croak, because you're just crossing over and right. your body stays here and your, your energy goes on. And um, so Esther uh, can basically channel energies from beyond and the, all of the energies come through in a form of what they call Abraham, okay? Um, it's, this book is called The Amazing Power of Deliberate Intent. It's a really good book. We will link that uh, on the comments for today so that if you want to pick this up from listening to what Jenny says, you can get it, your fingers on it. Yeah, so I'm just going to give you, I'm going to read a little bit for you guys to get kind of the idea of what we're talking about. So this is from Chapter 6, The Attractive Power of Your Creative Thought. Although you may not be completely aware of your vibrational nature, you are a vibrational being living in a vibrational universe. In fact, everything is vibrational. As you give your attention to something, an idea, a memory, a situation you are observing, a dream or fantasy that you are visualizing, you are actually activating vibration. And as your focus causes that activation, that vibrational content now becomes your point of attraction. Whenever you think about anything, its vibrational content becomes an active part of your vibrational essence and the subject of your attention begins to move toward you. Most people do not realize that thinking about something is inviting the essence of that something into their experience. Of course, when you've made the decision to come forth into this body, you understood the vibrational nature of your world and of this universe, and you were enthusiastic about it, for you believed in your ability to deliberately focus. Knowledge of vibrational nature of your universe is both comforting and exhilarating. Comforting in the sense that you know that you have nothing to fear because nothing can come to you without your invitation of it. And exhilarating in the sense that you know that you can draw anything that you desire close to you for your joyful experiencing of it. So, when you realize that you are the vibrational attractor of all things that come to you, and that you do have control of what comes, your world opens to new horizons. There is no need to limit your experience in a guarded or protective stance, for no unwanted thing can force or assert itself into your experience. You are the creator of your own experience, and no one else has the power of your experience. And that's true for everyone. Heck yeah. So, do you have any questions about that? I think I think people we talk about vibration and speaking of it in like a positive way, but I think also too people forget you can speak negatively and draw negative experiences to yourself as well. I know there's some information about speaking like if you're if you're sick, not to claim being sick, to claim I'm healing yes. or I'm becoming well. Instead or of it, I am overcoming a financial setback. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Instead so, of I'm broke. Right, right. Well, it matters how you frame that when you say it based on what your vibration is or what you would like for your vibration to be. Yeah. Although the I'm broke part might be a perception that you have, but you are absolutely overcoming a financial setback because you're not just going to lay down and take that. You're like, no, these are the steps I'm going to take because I have no fear of what's to come because 
I know that I'm protected divinely always and always mm-hmm. and speak that I'm overcoming statement. I think that's really important. And that's the power of the deliberate intent. So right. with law of attraction, that which is like unto itself is drawn. So yep. if you are attracting negative, you're just going to get more negative. The universe is going to respond to you specifically what it is that you're asking. That's why the intentions have to be deliberate. They have to be clear. Yes. So overcoming financial setback. The best thing to do would be to sit down and write down what is it that you want? What do I want? I want X amount of dollars and I want it between this time and this time and I am going on my, and my duty is to line up to it. So let me give you an example. If I say, and I want your immediate response, ladies, your immediate response, I want to know how you feel. When I say the sentence, I have to lose weight. No, you don't. No, but how do oh, you sorry. feel? If I say... <laughs> that was how I feel. You say it on yourself. Yeah. No, you don't. Okay. Generally speaking, <laughs> when you talk to women... No, look, I've done a lot of work here, yeah, too. So. Yeah, but when women say I have to lose weight, the next thing is, ugh. <laughs> Ooh, I don't want to do that. Really, don't yeah. have to lose weight because women we go up and down with our weight. Right. Yeah. So the general malaise is, ugh. Right. Do you think you're going to lose weight? No. Because now you've attracted, yeah. ugh, right after that. I have to lose weight. Right. But if you say, look, I know that I need to lose some weight. I can feel I have to lose weight, but I'm going to go about it in a different way. Right. I'm going to enjoy whatever it is that I can enjoy mm-hmm. and line myself up to the body that I would like. Yeah. So you, you are deliberate in the action of it and say, okay, I would like to maybe walk and listen to music or I love my dog. I like playing with my children. I'm going to exert energy that way and I'm not going to think about the weight. Right. I'm going to think about the movement and the energy that I can bring by doing enjoyable things and just stick that in the vortex of losing pounds. I think when I went into my health journey, instead of looking at what I needed to cut out, I looked at what I needed to add that would add to my day. I added a protein shake. I added a walk. I added these things slowly and and they became habits. And that's just what I do like that. That and I think maybe that's why my first response was like, "No, you don't." Because <laughs> I, don't I don't think that about myself yes, anymore. Yes, yes. And that's really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so that was your answer: was you don't yeah. need to lose any weight. Right. Yeah. And then the thing is, but when you thought of it first, usually yeah, no, it, it, it see what you definitely. did was awesome. That's why you were successful because you started adding things in and you started focusing on things you wanted positive to do. parts mm-hmm. that would so, add value yes. versus no, you can never have. And then a cake sometimes <laughs> it's you're not going to get it right now. Right. Sometimes it's not going to come until it's supposed to come. Right. It's, it never comes until it's supposed to come. Divine but time. that is what the vortex is. The vortex is all of the things that you're intending and all of the things you want. Okay, Those guys, we're going to take a break on that, and we'll be right back. Perfect. We're back from our break now, and we are here with the incredible Jennifer Shea, and she has some more stuff she wants to introduce. Y'all, I have to tell you this. If you could see in this office right now, she has, like, a book, a notebook, a box of cards, her Bucky's cup, and another box that we haven't talked about. It's a mystery box we haven't talked about yet. But yes. it's cute. She came in with like a whole kit. 
I'm <laughs> prepared. I'm I'm like, we might have to have her come back like every few months just so that we <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, you can be our reoccurring. Yes. Uh, like Mr. Rogers guest. Yes. Oh, yeah. Fred. Yes. Oh, Fred. So we're going to talk now about, let's, let's just, you know, people say, how long have you been searching and manifesting? How long? Well, it's from your birth. Yeah. You've never not. So I'm 59 years old and I'm still manifesting. I'm still asking. The asking never stops. You are going to be, you ask all day long. Mm -hmm. If you ever paid attention to how many times you're asking for something in a day, it's so much. It's, you know how I know? Because I can see how many times my children ask for things. <laughs> there you go. That's a great way to monitor. Yes. <laughs> so I know. asking you. Right? Yes, definitely. Yes. So, you know, it's all, it's all the experiences, the intentions, the manifestations, the education, others, all your lessons, the time the questions, the answers, and all of life that creates you and your wisdom of being who you are and why you were created from God's source energy in the first place. So you were made, like they say, God didn't make two. You, you've made, there's one. Right. And so your duty is to discover who you are, to ask and receive in the development of who you are and the evolution of who you are. Yeah. Okay? So... Sometimes you're not in the positive place. And Katie mentioned, you know, about realigning. So tell me how you realign when you know that you're not on the high flying disc, you're not connected, you feel yourself being separated. Um, my first inclination is to take myself out of the hustle and bustle of this world and get really quiet and ground myself. So I like to go out into nature. I usually bring a book with me for journaling, and then I'll kind of, um, I'll just kind of dump whatever is, what I feel like is holding me back, or things that I know and I've identified. This is keeping me from what I, where I want to be. And then I will uh, give myself a lot of grace, release those things, um, sometimes ri ritualistically, like build a fire, burn the words on a piece of paper, or something where it's a release uh, ritual. And then move forward and know that these are, you know, these are my new values and goals, or th these are the things that I want to manifest, and if I align myself with these values and these beliefs, then that manifestation will come to me. And you leave it alone. Have faith. Have it's faith that. in it. It has to be left over to the universe. Whatever yes. it is that you want, you, you are deliberate. So, how much focus and energy do you put into your intentions, Katie? I don't really understand that question, because you asked it earlier, and I said my answer was probably not enough. Um, but I also do know that I do show up uh, every day with it at some point in my day. Now, there are times where I do get off and I, I, you know, you forget to be mindful. And then I'm like, I do my deep breathing and um, say the question again. Okay, so when I say about deliberate intentions, I want to know how deliberate are you, how focused are right. you, meaning. Um, I, I can give so many examples um, I work for Flirty Girl. I'm sure it's okay for me to mention yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> um, how did I get the job at Flirty Girl? I wrote down on a piece of paper, I want a job that I enjoy, that I have fun with, that I have a happy boss, um, that I can be creative with. Um, and I wrote it on a piece of paper and I put it in my box. And you wanted to feel valued too. I, I remember that valued. was a huge, yes, huge conversation. So yes. when I did my um, interview, it was a, a, one job was one thing, and Lauren and I discussed it, and she said, uh, well, I have to tell you, I, don't, I want you, 
don't know how to do it. I said, well, let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. So as we talked about my experience in human resources and owning my own business and all of these the things that I've done, I've worked so many places, <laughs> but I also was a leader yes. in almost every place that I've ever been. I've ended up being a leader. I'm more of a leader than a follower, and I'm a better guest than a host. I'm just yeah. being honest with you. So we came up with my job at the interview. She didn't have this job. But after talking to her, I said, look, let's just have a conversation. It doesn't have to, and, and you know, she's so good, we're both good at pivoting to where you just move it around, say, that's good, let's just see, and we'll figure it out, um, that the job came to fruition. So I had a deliberate intention. I wrote it down, I knew what I wanted, and then I lined up with it, meaning I was positive about it. I wasn't, oh gosh, I really need a job, I need money, I really need money. Because all you're going to get is more of I need money. Mm -hmm. But if you say, I really want something fun, and I want to have a good time, and I want to enjoy the people that I work with, and I'm going to write all of that down, deliberately write it down, and then look at that and focus on that, and you only read it when you feel good. You don't read it when you're desperate or negative or sad. So if it means that you stick it somewhere and don't look at it for two weeks and then one day you're feeling great, you're hugging your kids, you're laughing, go grab it and read it. Go uh, grab it and read it. So I do do that. It. I have yeah. done that and I have done that with, with work, with the type of work that I want to do. I want to be able to work from home. I want these certain things and I do. I have my notebook, I wrote it down and I made my, my what do I want list and so then yes. And when we yeah, talked about yeah. how we write our intentions and what was my last intention that I came to fruition, the, the, the last one that I can remember was when I wrote down that I wanted to purchase a Peloton bike in 2020. I and I can't remember the date that I purchased it, but I purchased an Echelon bike, which is kind of the same thing, I think maybe six months after. I wrote the intention and what yeah, I've yeah. done is, and I don't know if it was you or you, who told, me, <laughs> who told me, once your intention comes to fruition, I write thank you on that intention and I put that in my, I put that in my it, fruition jar. Yeah. And then so each time I look at that, that just looking at that jar with those spiral things, that gives me gratitude. I'm like, I made that shit happen. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. And when, when like I'm about to fall or if I am almost doing something and it doesn't happen, something bad doesn't, I think, thank you. Thank you, universe. <laughs> yeah, you. It's thank coming. You. Yes. Yeah, it's coming. So what about you, Lori? What have you deliberately written an intention for that's come to fruition? You're, you're speaking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this this, yes, this whole sense. situation. Yes. Well, no, and I mean, me and Jen had kind of done a, a dry run of this and I was so grateful that she, she was just like whatever cockamamie idea I was coming up with she was like yeah let's do it let's go that sounds like a great idea Lori come on let's go so we sat at your house at your 60s mansion yes. it was the retro palace I loved it oh like my daughter bought yes I know I think that's great <laughs> and um, we sat and we talked for hours and we just didn't edit it and then it never went anywhere and then when I came here it was like okay now is the time it has to happen and um, so this is definitely... And everything was provided for you. Yes, I mean, that's what, it was even better. It was even better than mm -hmm. I imagined because that was another part of the hurdle was like, okay, now I need to be able to afford this equipment, these things. But when this situation came to, and this, this job came to me as well. I didn't come to this, this is job. It's bizarre. It is. So it was steps on how I got here. 
So I, I got here through this channel, through that channel, and then it's it's this now. And the job that I have loves that we want to podcast every Thursday. Now they want to podcast too because now we know what we're doing. It's so awesome. it's just kind of snowballing. And then also there is an opportunity for us to allow other people who want to try out podcasting who maybe have those same barriers that we did. I can't afford all this equipment. I want to go buy it. And then when it's not what I thought it was going to be. So we want to afford others the opportunity to come give it a test and see if this is something that they really want to manifest for themselves So as well. see how that just that little bitty seed mm -hmm. started growing. And yeah. That's what it does because you are in that place of positive reinforcement, intention, and energy. So every once in a while, we don't feel well. And um, your emotion is the indicator of what you are attracting. So you have to feel where you are. Mm -hmm. So you can't go instantly from depression or anger to pure happiness. There's 16 emotions in the scale. And just to let you know, napping resets it. So yes. if you're ever really, really just, oh, go take a nap. Go take a nap. It's gonna reset you. It's gonna make you feel better when you wake up. Um, spending time with loved ones. I like another mantra with Abraham. We learned this, pet the cat. Go pet your dog, pet your cat, disengage, disconnect, because you're not in alignment with what it is the I like using those five senses too like if you go outside what does the air smell like what does the ground feel like what's what the no, what are the noises or what are the sounds do I hear what do I see with my eyes it just resets you and regrounds you to get back exactly. to that good energy yeah. yeah and today before I got here I wasn't I didn't eat lunch quick enough and I wasn't feeling very well even after I ate I still was like oh man I don't feel good what what could I like what am I I'm not gonna go sit in my car I said I'm gonna go to the lakefront I'm gonna go sit, look at the water, breathe the air, walk around, and it was within like 10, 15 minutes, I felt Katie again. And I was like, oh, okay, this yes. is great. <laughs> yeah, you connected with the now, mm -hmm. which is where all happiness resides. Yes. Um, when you connect, when you think about the past a lot, mm. that promotes depression. <laughs> and when you think about the future a lot, that promotes anxiety. anxiety. So if you have, if you're in the now, your spirit, Katie's pointing out, <laughs> if you're in the now, I mean, that is where all happiness resides. So um, you don't try to figure it out from a lower emotional scale. So if you have the deliberate intention and you've written it down and now you don't feel well, don't look at it. Um, again, bored, lonely, angry, depressed feeling unworthy in those spaces. You take a nap, you reset, knowing that you have the ability to feel something better than what you were currently feeling. You know you have the ability to feel better. You've felt better before. Mm -hmm. You've been happy before. You've had these high-flying discs moments before. So it's okay to just leave it and say the universe has it. It's in the account, almost like a bank account. You've written it, it's in the powerful vortex, and it's there waiting for when you can line up to it. And so when that matches, the vibrations match, of you lining up with the power of the deliberate intent, it's received. Yes. And that's when we say thank you. Yes, big thank you. And then we also give to others from there too. Correct. Like when you have an abundance of whatever you've received, it's it, you give it back, give it back. That's what we did today. That's what we're gonna do with the podcast space. And let's, let's talk about guilt real quick. We have two, Ooh, two minutes. Oh, yeah, we have mm -hmm. two minutes. Yeah. So, Actually. I love these quotes. You can't be sick enough to make sick people get well. Yeah. You can't be poor enough for, to, for poor others to be prosperous. Um, I discovered through the clarity of my example, I have become who I am intended to be. 
You are pure positive energy of a deliberate creator that is always wanting, launching rockets of desire, and you're never finished. And you have to know that life is supposed to be good. It's supposed to be good. So we do want to be of service to others. Mm -hmm. But we also don't want to be a drain to others or have them drain us. Right. So if there's ways of helping, like you said with your podcast, there's other people here that might want to do a podcast. You have the equipment. You can help make that work. Yep. It's amazing what people can do. And I am a general believer in people are good. Yes. Yes, people are good. In fact, I think one of the things that I was writing about today when we did our Jenny homework. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Alas, when Katie said that yes, to me, I was like, oh, I I gave homework <laughs> It was fun. Um, what I believe is a lie, and I'm open to growth. And I remember there's a statement you told me one time. Somebody asked me who you were, what you were, and your response was, I want to be a perpetual student of life. Yeah. And I follow that mantra very well. I, I Hashtag always learning. <laughs> yeah, hashtags always be learning. Yeah. Because I, I don't believe like anyone is, is finished. I don't think that there are things that you're like, oh, it's, it's done. I know everything that there is to know. It's impossible. And it gets kind of frustrating when you see people who are just kind of like stuck with that, like, no, man, can't teach an old dog new tricks. I'm like, well, you go over there then. I can love you from over here because that just can't be the way that you are my, my energy and my space. Everyone has to be on a path of evolution. And it doesn't have to be all, all, all the time, seven days a week. But just to think that you're 100% complete is just and again, that's a thought. That's not the fact. The fact is you are not complete. Right. Because we are part of an expansive universe. And they've already discovered more universes past this universe. Yeah, things that so shouldn't be there. That, that we didn't even know were there. Yeah. So how did that happen? Right. Because we are expanding. Yes. So even if you have a mindset of, I'm an old dog, you're not going to teach me anything. Mm -hmm. Well, honey, it's not true because <laughs> nature is nature and it's going to do what it does. Yes. Yes. So. We'll take a break on nature, doing what it does, and we'll come back in just a minute. And we're now we're back again. <laughs> There's a countdown, y'all, and I'm not even watching and it the does, countdown. It doesn't always come on either. So, like, sometimes we have it, and sometimes we got to be there. So, like, power of technology. Yes, okay, so exactly. here we go. This is a drum roll. I am introducing the creation box. And what I do with this box is what I, I told Katie about before is that you write your intentions down and you put it in a box and when you re-look at it, I usually take about a month, you look at it again. When you feel you, good. And when you're aligned, you have to feel good, you have to be happy when you're doing this and feeling very spiritual and connected to God, you open it up and start looking at them. And you write, thank you on the back no matter what. So I have this box, I have witnesses. How full is this box? It is a stout box. <laughs> and lots of, I like that there's different things it's, it's been written on. Like it's whatever was around you to right. grab, to write on you just, this and, is yes. like a piece of mail or something? Yes, yes. yes. anything that's around, look, there's pieces of calendars with quotes. You know, yes, this, I love it. You know, and I have in here, God bless Mary. She needs help, motivation, discipline, confidence that she can achieve all her dreams. This is my daughter that's in dental school. So this goes back in the box. Um, she's in her third year of dental school. I have things in here that my friends have put in. When they come over, I'll say, what is your prayer? What's uh, your prayer? Yeah. And I have, oh, I have a prayer. I have a, my sister is sick. Uh, God bless her as she goes through her health battle and keeps her in your light for healing and comfort, dear Lord, amen. 
This is for a friend's sister. Yeah. So this is back in the box, but look what the person did. They came Thank back. you. They were, you see it? So the person came back, the sister was fine, and I said, well, let's go look in the box and get your prayer out and take the time to thank God for that prayer. Mm -hmm. So the box also has in it, let me show you. People don't know what to do with these, but I love putting these in here. <laughs> What is this? Tell, tell her about Those are their, their funeral prayer cards. And I have accumulated many as well. <laughs> so they need to go in the box. I think it's like a, it's like a super southern thing that we do, it's huh? It's a super southern thing we do with the prayer cards, with the person's name, and when they were born, and when they passed away. And you're looking, I have, what, about 30? Yeah, yeah. a bunch. Those are in my box, too, because I do believe that that energy, these people loved you. Yes. You loved them. The love does not die. Right, yeah. So being that the love does not die, and this re represents... The spirituality of them that goes in my box to give me power it helps with the power so like it. it's a good place for that um and i have plenty i have plenty of them in here um also i have deliberate intention in here let's see that says thank you i'm looking at all these this is the patrons the saint of manifestation which Lord, yeah. i have to show you when we get this is Jeremiah, he's an archangel of manifestation. He is in the box. I love him. Uh, yeah, that's great. Okay, so I brought you boxes. I brought you boxes. Come on, I'm ready to go. Like, oh, okay, I'll oh, I love it. Open your box. Oh, yes. Oh, there's candy in it. Look at all the chocolate. Now we're going to write some, some intentions now because I feel really good. Yes. This is great. Yes. Thank and you. So you have a box. You start, you. you start your own box. And oh, you say, yes. Yeah. But you know, invite your friends. Invite your friends to write their prayers down. Make it an effort to, to that when you are in that um, place of alignment and you're connected to God. It's not only, you know, we say stay in our lane, but you know, you can love your people and yeah. still be in your lane. Yeah. And so, you know, you love your people and you say, um, you know, God, what do you think I should do if you're confused? Or you you can go with Matthew 7, 7, ask and you shall receive, and your joy will be complete. Um, I have on the box, you can see it, whatever is contained in the box is. And I have trust, align, ask, and thank. And speak, Lord, your servant is listening. It's also a prayer box. I keep it for whoever comes and visits the Zen Den. I love it. Mm -hmm. and don't you have an altar at the Zen Den? The Smith's Den. Yes. <laughs> so that's yes. where my my cards are. Is near my altar with all of my crystals, which is where my box is going to be going out to. Yes. So I I tell people it's very funny when it doesn't matter what the item is. There's crystals are powerful. Um, pictures of your dog yeah. are powerful. Um, I use this. Uh, I use this during uh, COVID. Uh, wearing masks, not wearing masks. People were upset about people wearing masks. People not wearing masks. You know, if the rule was to wear a pineapple on your head, you're gonna have to wear the pineapple. Right. So it's just a thing. Yes. But it's a thing that gives you energy. It helps you align. Words are very important. What you say is very important. Um, and what you surround yourself with is very important. That's why I posted pictures of my Zen Den today. Yeah. So you guys can kind of take a look at all of the things in that room. So if it's not something that you don't align with, get it out. Get it out. And if it's something that's in the past and old, get it out. Um, it's just, it's not worthy to you to have. Right. And it's not uh, pro 
energy alignment. Yeah, to, it's not in the now. It isn't. It's from so, before or it's, it, it yes, hasn't happened yet. It's not, yes, yeah. so it's really important to surround, make your, make your house a place of peace and, and be really, really adamant about it. Um, be strong about it. If, any, if there's anything that's going on in those walls that you find that's negative, somebody's come in and, and insulted you or said something, get out. <laughs> this is my place right. of peace. And I love that, that sign that says, be responsible for the energy you bring mm -hmm. into the space. Yes. That's, that's in there too. So it's like you, you want to you know, be the example so that people can have faith in humanity. That's that's what I feel like my goal is. is yeah, I like what's that. your goal? I like to, to provide faith in humanity so that when you're in a situation where it seems like somebody is flippant, flippant or aggravated or upset, it is a challenge. You have brought the challenge. I am gonna flip that. I am gonna have them feel great. I'm gonna I am going to do the best that I can to have them know that when they walk out or leave a conversation with me, they're like, wow, the universe is cool, people are great, life is wonderful. Right. And, and that's just been my goal for a long time. And I do think it's important to know why you're born. Okay, I have a question. Yes, ma'am. So, with that intent of showing that to humanity, how do you purposefully, with intent, protect your energy because there are some people that we do want to share this with that are just so close and they're not going to absorb they might even try to take some of your energy how do you protect your energy with those interactions okay so you can't control others right. we already know that but you can control your response to anything so i have to tell you relationships are tough relationships with people you love are, are probably the closest ones that mess with your energy so again, what you're going to have to do is listen, number one, listen, and, and you have to determine, is it about you or about them? Mm, I just posted a meme about that too. Is it about you or is it about them? Is this situation that's going on in the room about you or about them? If it's about them, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. That's if it's you about you and it's something that you think that you need to improve on or maybe there's some truth to that mm -hmm. it's you know the reason what separates human beings from the animals is forgiveness so when a lion eats something it doesn't say will you forgive me but human beings that is that is it forgiveness so ask for forgiveness if you know and you might have to take a still moment and go somewhere else and go, you know what? I messed that up. Right. I know I messed that up. I could have been kinder in that moment. Well, no, I, I mean, like, when you're in, 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 a, in sharing of the love and the universe and then the person who you're trying to get out of their funk, like, they've come to you with a challenge, right? Yes. And they're just not reciprocal, reciprocating anything that you're saying. You're just like... Uh, I mean, they're not ready. No, they're not. Oh, that's just so easy. That's they're not. So capable. that's what I'm trying to see. Is like yeah. so the sentence is they're not problem. capable. Okay. That's the sentence. Okay. And I learned that from my uncle when I was having a problem with a relative, and I said, I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm beating my head against the right. wall. A brick wall. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> trying and trying and trying. And he said, Jennifer, I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes people just aren't capable. Now, it doesn't mean they might eventually become capable. Right. 
But again, stay in your lane. You can't, you can't make someone capable. It's like saying, speak Russian now. Can you speak Russian? I want you to speak Russian now. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that makes but so much sense. It's equivalent to saying, I want you to speak Russian right now. And no, like, I don't speak Russian. Okay, well then, you, can you play the violin for me? No, I can't. Well, in other words, you're not capable to play the violin right now, and you don't speak Russian. But you can take lessons, right. and you can learn, just like that person can learn. We used to be in this group chat, or we were in this group chat, where there was some energy that was constantly coming into the group chat. And Katie and I would swoop in with solutions. Okay. That's what I we're mean, yeah. we were like, here's a, here's a PowerPoint yes. presentation, yeah. here's three books you can buy, some resources, here's five podcasts you can listen to, here's some rituals you can do. And this person was never ready to receive that. And it always just kind of went, Phew. So we said it drains so the energy. So do you realize what their intent was? Their intent was to drain your energy. That was their to intent. To just drop their bullshit right. somewhere, yeah. not on them. But, but so that, was, that was their intent. It was. So then I started asking. When they would come with the, with the dump, I would say, hey. Are you here for dumping or do you want to pick something up? Yeah. Like, is there something you can gain from me having or do you just want to get this word vomit out or whatever your shit emotions and sometimes are? sometimes we do need Yeah, that. and that's okay. Right. But we identify it for me because I'm going to I know how to approach you. Because I want to help you. Yes, yeah. because I genuinely care that you help yourself as well get out of this rut and then mm -hmm. learn how to use these tools in the future. But this... No, they weren't happy. Uh, they didn't know how to speak Russian. But it's also like I was having a conversation with my oldest daughter's father and, and her. And I was just trying and trying to get her to understand this concept. And he's like, Katie, she is not mature enough to understand. Like, she's just not. That's she's it. 12. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, a, a light bulb. When I was like, oh, my God, you're right. Like, she does not have the life experience enough to fully grasp the concept that we're trying to share. Right. And even today's podcast. There's going to be listeners that go, oh, that's just crazy. These yes. are just oh, crazy. Sure. <laughs> yes. And that's okay. It that's is. That's okay. We have Facebook friends who think that, I'm sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. I don't care. But you know what? Love's not crazy to me. I mean, no. you can be in love. That's good. Sometimes love yes. could be crazy. But that's <laughs> yeah. Love really, I mean, that's the bottom line of all of it is love. And we all express it in our way. And I just think that this, you know, law of attraction isn't law. What you put out, you get back. Yes. And and it matches. Whatever it is that you put out there, it matches. And that's what Einstein was trying to prove before he died. Right. That the particles were matching particles. The quantum physics have already proven it. And as we go forward, because now we are in the golden years of discovery of yes. all of this. I mean, I am telling you, the kindness that has happened in this planet in the last 10 years, especially with you younger people, has been huge. Yes. Huge. I mean, I see a difference... Um, I'll give you an example of that. Um, I can remember in the 90s when I was working, my cat was sick, and it was expected for me to be at work. And on my lunch hour, I went and put my cat to sleep and came back to work immediately. Punched out, put the cat to sleep, came back to work. Nowadays, the younger people have said, no, I'm not doing that. My cat is dying. You know, I'm not going to put my cat to sleep on my lunch hour and come and back. And come back and act like nothing's yes, wrong. Yes. Yeah. And then corporations are being more sensitive about it. Going, we understand that you need flex time. We understand that you have families. We understand you have children. I mean, the Family Medical Leave Act wasn't written back then where right. you can actually take time off to go have a baby. To go have a baby. <laughs> I used to work in human resources and I would have to terminate the pregnant women that were going to go have a baby and then they could get rehired in their position, but I'm telling you, their 401k stopped, all the benefits stopped, they had to wait to be qualified again. This was before 1991. So, you know, the kindness that has come 
from your generation. I'm just complimenting your generation because I know you get a lot of slack. We do, we do get a lot of bullshit. But it has been <laughs> leaps and bounds compared to my generation. Yeah, right. and then that flex from the company gives such a flex from the employee because yes. then when you know they may have just called off because they don't care, they're like, oh, well, you remember that one time? Okay, I mean, I'm going to show up. Yeah. you showed up for me. Exactly. Yeah. And the next stage is going to be building loyalties. So, you know, I think they've lost a little loyalty with corporations because people jump from job to job to job. Whereas right. Before it was like you'd stay for 30 years yes. and get a watch. Yeah, it's not okay as me the most. Well, and that's and, the thing. And, and so, yeah, that's where companies need to lead to is creating loyalty So and, and having a plan for these employees to get to the next level as they work. I had that conversation life. with a, a friend of mine the other day. He said, you know, these kids don't want to work. And I was like, that is a sweeping generalization. These kids do want to work. My kid wants to go into a field where it is a, a tremendous amount of work. She wants to be a child psychologist. Oh, wow. Of the children we, that are... Yeah, we need a lot. And we, we do. She wants to work in, in such a capacity emotionally mm -hmm. that, that she's going to need her own team of therapists yeah. in, in order to help her help these children. So mm -hmm. it, it, it kind of hurts my heart to hear people say, like, oh, these kids don't want to work. But that's just simply not true. No, they want to work. They want to work. They want to work. And they want to get paid. And they want respect. Yes. 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 Yeah. And we want you to honor us as the whole human, mm -hmm. not just as the employee person to where, hey, what's going on? Oh, how is Sparky? Sparky's yeah. not doing well? Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe you need to take Friday off. You spend half the day with Sparky. You yes. know, you, and you go with him to do his stuff. And then you spend More the weekend. That way. Correct. Spend the that weekend, you know, doing mm -hmm. your, your honoring of Sparky. And if you can have a little ceremony, I'd love to come. If you had that kind of boss, man. Yeah, that's a little extra. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, think, yes. I can think it, it, it can, can happen. Yes, absolutely. And I do think corporations are doing that. They are being more kind. And I think in a lot of ways, you, I tell this to my daughters, it's your world, man. Yes. I'm existing in your world. Yes, you know? and I feel like that about my daughter. I'm like, mm -hmm. I see her want to be a child psycho psychologist. I'm like, dude, thank you. Yeah. Because I know. She's probably going to do it to her little brother and little sister, too. Yes. <laughs> Well, that's great being here today. I appreciate yes. you guys talking to me and yes. inviting me here to be a guest. I'm the first guest. Yeah. Appreciate the first guest. What the fuck? That makes perfect sense. So, it's just going to be a full circle. Yes, it really yeah. is. It really is. So um, uh, thank you so much. And if you want me back for other subjects, let me know. Yeah, we'd love and, to have you back. And it would be great. Thank you. My, our pleasure. Thank you for coming all the way from uh, way in Mississippi, yes. where you live now. And y'all can go stop by and see Jenny at the Flirty Girl Bay St. Louis store. Yes, I'm there sometimes. Yep. She's there, there sometimes. Time. Just go in there and just give her a little, a little huggity hug. Come tell me hello. That's it. That's all you got to do. Thanks. Thanks, guys. We want to thank Brightway Insurance for the space and the stuff with which to do this show. And you guys, thanks to you for the listening that you do. If you have topics that you'd like to discuss or if you want to send a swag, drop us a message. Thanks. Love you. Bye.